Even when you try to maintain a healthy diet, it can be tough to get all of the nutrients you need for long-term health. Care of makes it super easy and even fun to figure out what vitamins and supplements are best for your diet and lifestyle. Go to takecareof.com and take a short quiz to get your personalized vitamin recommendation. Use offer code AMR at checkout for 50% off your first month of vitamins. Welcome to an extra special episode of Another Mother Runner, because this is Sarah in Portland. And surprise, this is Dimity in Portland as well. Drum roll. <laughs> Actually, the drum roll should have come before the announcement, but I'm, it's all about the timing. I'm usually not on, right, Sarah? Oh, right. <laughs> so welcome to Portland. It's yeah, very- thanks. Thanks. Yeah, no, I'm so excited to be here. I'm here because we are headed... We're going to do a little AMR house parties in Portland and Seattle, and then we're going up uh, to the little rock and roll expo, do a little rocking and rolling in Seattle mm-hmm. with all those pack NW mamas, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's going to be a good time. It is going to be a good time. And we've rolled out the beautiful weather for you. I'm very excited. So I don't know. I feel like the lead up to this has been so great. Like, can we, the bar is so high. Can we clear it? I don't know. I don't know. Well, let me start because you got to ask me what I did this morning. Okay. Dimity, what did you do this morning? Well, because I was, well, I was, yes, my flight was at 830. And um, so that usually means I have to leave my house about 630. That is when I don't forget my wallet and my carry on bag. That's a story for another time. Um, but uh, but um, I was just tossing and turning this morning. I was like, screw it. I'm getting up. So 4.30, oh. I was up. I did an hour run, five hill repeats for wow. 60 seconds to two minutes, depending upon, you know. What the um, what the routine was called for. So I did a little pyramid. I did a minute, ninety seconds, two minutes, ninety, one minute. Wow! I feel really good. I mean, you know, like if you the thing about it is, is like when you s- sit in bed and you're not going to fall asleep, you're like, I may as well just get up and get it done, right? Uh huh. Uh huh. Wow. Because I was thinking this morning when I in boot camp, I was like, oh, we don't have time to work out tomorrow before we drive to Seattle. I thought that'll be two days off for Dimity. So I'm so pleased. I was looking out for <laughs> Dimity who needs to get her yayas out for me to be in a good mood. So yeah. I was like, please let her have run this morning, please. I don't know if I can handle 48 hours without her sweating. But that's a really nice segue into our topic today, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. Because we're sitting here together in the studio and we are going to run together on Friday morning, right? Yes, we are. Green around Lake. Uh huh. Ground Green Lake in Seattle. Yeah. Not not in it. We're not. <laughs> that'll be a little. That'll be a little challenging. Um, but uh, but yes, we're gonna run around. I've never done that, so I'm excited about that. But we thought we'd reminisce because even though you and I have built a business on together talking about running and being all things running, we very rarely have the chance to run together, right? I know it's kind of nutty. I, so I think we have like maybe we can count on one hand the number of times we've run together. Well, see, so then when I was, I admit, when I was putting together notes for this this morning, I thought, well, I must just be forgetting a lot of them. <laughs> I don't think you have. I really don't think so. I mean, it's tough that that Colorado, you know, Oregon divide means that meeting at 630 in Montana is a tough thing to pull off, right? Like not going to happen that often, right? You keep me waiting on that corner of that state for like two days. In Butte, Montana. Where have you been? Um, so, um, well, the first one that I always think of when I think of you, um, like this is all, I mean, this is such my image of you and me together is, I mean, I was probably what? I was training for the New York City Marathon, right? We were in Chicago uh-huh. for um, for a trade show. Trade we, show. Were you going to the trade show too? Yeah, yes. we were at uh, NSGA. 
Yeah, which is the National Sporting, Sporting Goods, Goods Association. Association. If yeah. any any nerds out there want to know what NSGA stands for, they tell you how many tennis rackets people buy in a year. <laughs> um, and so, um, so anyway, so we were at this trade show, and I was training for the New York City Marathon, so it must have been '97. Oh, I'm glad you can remember because I was going to actually Google it because it was during the epic heat wave where like a hundred and something people died. And, and, but you, and I'm not least, laughing at the death. No. I'm just laughing. But at I it. hadn't been paying any attention to the news since we were at the trade show for so many hours a day and then like going out to dinner or whatever with people. So I didn't know that it was making national news. So we were just like, wow, it's really hot here. <laughs> I'm sweating. It's humid. Um, so, but I think we had a 10 mile. We did. And we, did. Um, and we, this is pre Garmin. I mean, this was 90, 97 folks. So wrap your head around that. Um, and so, um, so at that point, I think I just said I was running nine minute miles. Um, so I think we said we were going to run for 90 minutes uh-huh. and that to me was really long. I mean, that's the longest I think I've ever run. And so we ran out Lakeshore drive 45 minutes. And I remember coming back and we were like, well, we ran, we've ran along the lakefront. Yeah. The so lakefront. Which we weren't on, on the drive. <laughs> we weren't on the drive. Yeah. <laughs> and we weren't dodging cars. Um, but I remember say we were at, so we were running for 90 minutes, say we were at like one twenty-seven eighteen, And I'm like. That's good, Sarah. And you're like, no, it is not. We run until one thirty oh oh. And it's seriously, like every time I like want to stop now before it like hits the little golden marker, I'm always like, Sarah wouldn't stop. Sarah wouldn't stop. <laughs> so I told her that that's like my just for some whatever reason, like when I think of you running, that's like the seminal moment in my mind. Well, it's so good because I, that run really stands out in my mind too. And I just always like, oh, that's just me remembering. Things. No, no, like, because we didn't know each other that well, and I think that we just spent, chatted the whole time. Time and we were pretty similar paces and um, I know nine minute miles what was up with that like <laughs> I don't know we were young and sprightly well and then the other thing that 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 trip I'm always remember of is the car accident oh, right sh- I knew you were covering that up I thought we agreed we wouldn't talk about that anymore oh yeah because like, you were driving right <laughs> see but you've even for you had forgotten that and you're like wait which one of us was driving and I'm like uh I was <laughs> <laughs> it was a what was it like a left Rental. hand turn disaster. It was a right right hand turn, but I didn't realize there was there was an inner lane of traffic oh. behind that kind of like barricade, and a taxi plowed into our rental car. Yeah, and, that's um, right. Was it your yeah. rental car? It was. Yeah, I mean, it was Shape Magazine must have paid for it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You might want to edit that part out, <laughs> <Right>. producer. <laughs> um, but yeah, the but then I remember it was so scorchingly hot because you're running on cement there. Yeah. And then I was like, well, that's it. I'm just going to take off my shoes and I'm just going to jump into the lake. Yeah. And so I did. And then we went out. To, we went to get bagels. One of us had had money in our pocket. Oh yeah. And we hopefully went, it was me. So we, it wasn't wet. We went and got bagels, and I was just soaking, soaking wet. Uh, I don't remember sort. that. Oh. I think I, I think I um, did not want to get wet. That's so funny. <laughs> it does. I remember you being kind of like, "No, I'm not going to get in the water." I'm like, "I'm just dying. We're already soaking wet anyway." There you go. Clean myself up. It reminds me. This is totally like completely an aside, but I have to share because it made me laugh so hard. I was reading um, Peter Segal's latest essay in Runner's World. Did you read that? Uh, Peter Segal. Segal. Uh-huh. Sorry, Peter Segal. Sorry, Peter, if you're listening. I guess I doesn't just blew my no, NPR so, so audition, right? No, now when you're on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, he'll be like, next up is Dimitri McDowell. <laughs> McDougal. From, um, but anyway, so he was talking about setting a PR at what age, like 46 or something uh-huh, like yes. that. He ran, he's a very talented runner. Um, but, but, uh, but he talked about running along the lakeshore and like about how it's just 
just in the summertime is just relentless. Like you just wilt to a raisin. Uh-huh. Um, that's not the funny part. The funny part was he had a nutritionist and um, he was trying to like, you know, eat better foods, not necessarily less calories, but better foods. Um, he had this line about how <laughs> he, um, he decided he needed more fiber. So instead of unwrapping his Reese's peanut butter cup, he just <laughs> ate the wrapper too, which just totally had me like laughing so hard. So anyway. Oh so um, so there's that little Peter Seagal moment. Seagal. Seagal. I just said it again. I thought you were being witty and ironic when oh, you said no, it wrong the second no. time. Wait, wait. Don't tell me, Peter. Um, so the next one that you have on the list, do you want to talk about that one, Sarah? Oh, yeah. So the next one was when we were both training for a marathon. We were tra- So that was in 2007. So we were training. So that was 10, ten years later. later. Exactly. I think it was. Yeah, really. Oh my gosh, that's insane. Wow. Um, so yeah, so 10 years later, we were in um, outside Seattle on another business trip. And um, so we were supposed to run 15. And what it was, was we were supposed to run 15 on the weekend, but it was on the, it was like on Thursday. And so we were like, oh, wouldn't it be fun if we could run together yes. for our, you know, Marathon Moms blog on runnersworld.com back then. And so um, the company that we were there on business was so nice. They lined somebody up to run with us. And she was training for Hawaii Ironman. So for her to rip off a 15-mile run was no problem. That was like us ripping off a two-mile run. Right. And so that was Beth Brewster, who we're going to be on the retreat with in August. Yes. Which which unfortunately sold out. But um, And uh, so, yeah, and I remember when I was writing up these notes, I was like, oh, my gosh, totally remember that the wake-up call didn't come. So you were like, Sarah, get up. We're meeting Beth in five minutes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I remember our hotel had like the funky um, bathroom that oh. was really a lot glassed in. It didn't offer much privacy. Yes. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to be able to poop like it's <laughs> too public a place. <laughs> this isn't going to work. Oh, no. No. And I've got 15 miles to go. Right. Right. So I was not able to produce. produce. Oh. Well, meanwhile, I was uh, – you, you were having problems on that end. My heel, this is when I – didn't know that I had a stress fracture. And so um, in my left heel, and I remember flying out to Seattle. And that was the first time that I remember standing still on an escalator. I'm always like, I got to be in motion. I got to be in motion, you know? So I would always like walk up the escalator, you know, in addition to having it carry me up or move on the people mover. And I'm like, I am just going to stand still. My foot hurts so much. Aww. So that was the day before the run. And I'm like, I'm just going to go. And I you know, tried some different shoes and, um, and it just, and then I got back. I mean, so yeah, so I think I ran maybe a mile with you guys or maybe, maybe like, yeah. and I was like, oh, it's going to get better. It'll just has to warm up. <laughs> this broken bone just needs to warm up this cracked bone and then I'll be fine. And so, um, so I just, I remember turning and I just sent you guys off and did my best, like bite my cheeks, like not going to cry, not going to cry. Maybe I did. I'm sure I did. And, um, and I think I turned, you didn't cry till you were away from us. Yeah. I turned around and I just, I mean, I had like an hour walk home. I mean, it took me so long. I was walking on the edge of my foot, you know, on the outside mm-hmm. edge because it hurt so much. Um, and I thought I had like plantar fasciitis. I bought the Strasbourg sock, like all this stuff until yeah. I finally figured it was like, oh, it's a stress fracture. It's a broken bone. Um, so that was, that was a tough, tough one because oh. I really wanted to do the 15 with you, but, um, I know. And I remember, so then, cause then we stayed at that same hotel last summer and I was like, I'm sure this is the same hotel. I'm sure of it. Yeah. And I have, cause I have such a vivid Im- image of coming back from that run, which ended up, I'm sorry for uh, it was a good run. It was a great run. <laughs> and then there you are. And I was so obvious you'd been crying. Oh, and I, just I, like... I, had, I mean, I had like a 
tub full of ice thinking I just wanted it to go away so badly. Ugh, that was so frustrating. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, wait, and going back, we've never run in Salt Lake together. I mean, speaking of trade shows, that's weird that we've never run in Salt Lake together. I mean, so we usually go to this uh, trade show called Outdoor Retailer. For many years we did, probably, gosh, at least a decade. Oh, and they have easily. a summer one and a winter one, and I can't believe that we've never done that little canyon run together. Um... But you, you know what? Yeah. You, we didn't because you know what? <laughs> Call you out oh, on because, this. Because I don't like to run with you at altitude. <laughs> well, that. But no, no, actually not that. But it's that you always – like I would always be like, oh, and I have my first appointment at 830. And you're like, oh, I don't make mine until 1130. <laughs> like you roll out of bed like – Two hours later than I every time. So you're like, oh, it was. You're like, okay, great. We'd have to run at six. And I'm like, yeah, no, that's not going to work. I'm going to run at 730. Yeah, yeah. So um, so anyway, so the next one is, of course, I did survive the training um, because of my lovely bike training plan that's in Train Like a Mother. We haven't heard from anyone who's done that yet. That's a good point. You know, but we um, there was somebody who was just asking if they should try it. Yeah. Um, because she thought she had a stress fracture. So rather than see a doctor, she was like, oh, I'm just going to start on your training plan. I'm like, yeah, you might want to get a diagnosis first. <laughs> well, yeah. And with a stress fracture, you usually have to have a boot to keep your foot still. I mean, that's the whole point of, you know, you got to let the – you have to have your foot uh-huh. be stable and unmoved for a very uh-huh. long time. But anyway, so the Nike Women's Marathon, um, and I feel like we've recounted this story a couple times, right? Uh-huh. But um, I'll tell it from my – perspective for a second so she I'm run- said she said <laughs> yeah well so there's so there's two sarahs in the story there's sarah mcdowell who is my sister and then there's sbs and um and then there's also my friend Catherine, but she doesn't play into it but all four of us ran together or ran the same race um and so sarah mcdowell my sister and i ran together literally side by side and i saw sbs in front of us you, you have in the notes here mile nine i feel like it was like well, it might have been around mile nine. It was mile. I I could you I could draw exactly where it happened. It was okay. on the for people who've done it. It was on uh, the climbs up Clement Street when you've gone through um, Sea Cliff and you've turned and now you're climbing up um, uh, Clement Street. It was a long ass heading, climb. Heading nope. um, yes, heading west toward the you can't yet see you can't see the water from there. But yeah, um, and the golf course is on your right. And yeah, yeah. So if you even if you've never been to San Francisco, just know that it is a hill that it looks very daunting, and it's at mile nine, and you still have seventeen more to go. So um, so I see. So Sarah and I, my sister and I, had been running pretty well, and I'm like, wow, look at our splits, look at how well we're doing, blah blah blah. And then I see the SBS up ahead, and I'm like. We should not be seeing her. And I said, Sarah, we can't pass her. Have I told you this? I yeah, said, yeah, we yeah. can't pass oh, yeah. you. I didn't want to break your spirit. And Sarah, who is the youngest child, like, um, someone else here. <laughs> Sarah's like, screw that, Dimity. You're running your own race. Like, we got to go. So um, so I was like, all right, fine, I'll go. You know, because, I mean, I did feel pretty good. Um, so I just, what I... I you with with your with your uh, larger than most people's hands you, you <laughs> my sm- paw yeah, you, you smacked me resoundingly on the on the shoulder and was like hey SBS and I was like <laughs> like as if the smack didn't hurt enough but then like oh it's dimity <laughs> you know and given that and the reason that was disappointing some people got you know got on us or got on me after that runner's world story came out for being too competitive and too disappointed that you passed me but the whole deal was was that you wanted to if you finish in under 430 you were going to be stoked well and i was also injured i mean my longest run was 16 miles so right. I, I mean the point you should have been faster than me yes. um 
Yeah, yeah, and I mean four thirty. Well, was yeah. I mean, I think that was kind of my like. That was your your sandbagging. Yeah, thing. yeah, uh, yeah. And mine was to break four hours. Yeah, so I should not have been seeing you, basically. Yeah. Yes. Um. And so. Uh, and breaking four hours was not your sandbag. Yeah. Oh, that was your ambitious goal. <laughs> right, right. Um, so classic uh, personalities that you <laughs> throw out your sandbagging goal, and I'm like, oh, yeah, this is what I'm Since 2011, BarkBox has been committed to making dogs happy. For humans, BarkBox is a delivery of four to six natural treats and super fun toys curated around a surprise theme each month. For dogs, BarkBox is like the joy of a million belly scratches. Bark boxes include all-natural treats and innovative toys to match a dog's unique needs, including allergies and heavy chewer preferences. Not a phrase I say every day. Dimity's dog Mason, an energetic Weimaraner, is eagerly awaiting his first bark box. Dimity let bark box know the breed, size, and even name of her dog, as well as the all-important chewing preferences. And now, on the 15th of each month, a new box will get shipped to Mason. Each monthly box is themed, like Country Fair or Brooklyn Hipster, with new and unique toys to keep dogs engaged, interested, and happy. If your pooch doesn't like something in the box, BarkBox promises to send something they'll love, for free, because BarkBox is all about dog happiness. Choose a plan. One, six, or 12-month plans are available. Cancel any time. Free shipping in the continental U.S. For a free extra month when you subscribe to a six- or 12-month plan of BarkBox, visit BarkBox.com dot com slash amr that's barkbox.com slash amr woof thanks to storyworth for supporting our podcast storyworth is a subscription service started by a fellow who wanted families to be able to share their memories and anecdotes with each other here's how it works purchase a storyworth subscription for someone you love and each week storyworth sends that loved one an email with a question about his or her life the person either replies with his or her story via email or records it by phone by calling a storyworth number After a year, the stories are bound in a lovely hardcover keepsake book. My husband Jack and I gifted Storyworth to his dad, and we're especially looking forward to hearing his tales about going to medical school in Dublin, Ireland, which is where Jack was born and spent the first four years of his life. Then we'll share the book with Jack's siblings. For $20 off, visit storyworth.com slash AMR when you subscribe. That's storyworth.com slash AMR. I know. (laughs) Um, And, uh... So I remember we just had some inane chitter-chatter back and forth. And your parting comment as you loped up the hill was, it is what it is. It is, which is the truth. It is. I mean, I, you, you know, then, and then you made it. I actually was good because then you kind of made it your, like, vendetta to come out and get me, right? You're like, dang it. I see that tall girl ahead of me. I've got a pass her. I've got a pass her. So I actually spurred you on to a faster race than maybe you were capable of. Yes. Uh, yes. It became, um, and usually I'm not allowed to tell this part of the story, but that became the revised goal. And then, well, that that wasn't the runner's world story. That was your revised goal. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but so Paula Harkin, my tr- my coach, who was running alongside of me, so that became just the code word instead of get dimity or something like that. Yeah. Our our lingo became you know revised goal, revised goal. <laughs> it wasn't tall woman ahead, tall woman ahead, <laughs> tall woman in black dress. Um, and so that was the great thing because since it's a women's race, you were so easy to spot. Yes, yes. <laughs> so it was like it was trying to try to follow like a giraffe. Like oh there she is, <laughs> there she is again. <laughs> wait, I, wait. How much time do we have left? How much time do we have left? Uh, thirteen minutes. Oh, we've got a lot of time. Okay, yeah. so I've got to tell this another story, a little tangent. So we got the Reese's peanut butter cup with peter um so this is just so funny so um 
a couple weeks ago. So I joined a group in um, Denver called the Tribellas. It's a women's triathlon team. And the whole thing is, is that they have like group rides, which is great for safety and flats and camaraderie and all that, and some group swims in open water. So I go to my first group ride, and um, of course I ended up riding by myself the whole time because the shoulder <laughs> was about as wide as a pencil. So there was no chatting. Um, but uh, but I got back to the car, and this one woman comes up to me, and she goes, I, I think I know you. And I said, okay. She said, you know, I, she said, I've seen you in Runner's World, which happens sometimes. And I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 I write for them a, a little bit. And, um, and so she said, uh, she said, were you at the Nike Women's Marathon? Oh, my gosh. And I said, yeah, yeah, I was. And she's like, you were wearing the black dress. You were no. getting your pictures taken at the beginning, weren't you? Oh, my gosh. I can't believe that. Yeah. So her name is Tristan. And um, Tristan, so if you remember, there was a woman in the same skirt sports dress. It was royal blue. And she is about 5'2", to my 6'3", right? <laughs> so we were like yin and yang opposites. She was wearing the exact same dress. <gasps> so she, I totally remember her. Like you, can, like you remember mile nine. I remember standing her and being like, wow, I think we're the only two people here wearing this dress. And <sighs> it was such two different bodies. <laughs> um, so anyway, so yeah, so Tristan is now my, uh, now my pal. That's so funny. I know, five years later, right? Oh my gosh, that's craziness. Bonded it's, by a dress. It's too bad that um, Winnie, didn't, he didn't take a picture, did he? I don't know if he did or not. I would have to go back and look, but I, yeah. I don't think he did. Uh-huh. I don't think he did. But, uh-huh. um, but that was her first marathon, and she's since gone on to do some really incredible things. So, um, oh, that's so awesome. But do you remember, I mean, the, like, the images from your first marathon are totally like, etched in your brain. Yes, yes, yeah, 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 totally, yeah. totally. Yeah. So that was that race um, that we, quote, unquote, we didn't really run together then. Um, no. No, no. Yeah. We yeah. consoled each other after yeah. the race. It's more and, like it. Yeah, and then... Because I don't, I'm named, I passed you somewhere around Lake Merced. Was uh, that right? Yeah. yeah. And that's uh-huh. when I was really flagging. I mean, honestly, mile 23 of that race, I could have given a crap less if I would have finished. I mean, I swear to God, I was like, three miles, it's not worth it. I don't want to do it. Like, <laughs> it's not worth it. It really, 23. I, I was so tired. I was so tired. And I just remember, I remember a coach standing on the sidelines being like, you know, stand up straight. You're really, you're really slouching, you know, and like, you know, give your lungs room to breathe. And I just want, I literally want to just flip her off. I was like, if you were in this body right now, that hurts so much. And I am so tired. And I just like, don't even, don't even coach me, lady. Like, I do not want to be coached right now. I didn't ask for any tips. So you can cheer you're, me on, but you're don't. Like, you're like, I'm Dimity McDowell. Slouching is my middle name. <laughs> I know. I'm Dimity Slouch McDowell. What's the problem? This is before I discovered Pilates. I'll have you all know. So I'm sitting up very tall right now, right? Yes. Yes. Very yes. much so. Yes. Yeah. So then, so then our next shared running memory is another racing memory. And this time I was the injured one. Um, yes. so that was in uh, the, uh, when we ran the Ogden half marathon together in last, um, April. So 2011. Yes. And this is when you got off the plane and I write about this in train like a mother where you were literally, I mean, I have never seen you walking slow, so slow. <laughs> and you were like, what? Don't you always walk like this when you get off a plane? <laughs> like in all seriousness, I'm like. Um, no. And then, then the line I think we have in the book is, no, I don't usually look like I need a... A bell captain to, or a, uh, you know, a, a, a sky cap. A sky cap to, to wheel me off the plane. So, um, but I didn't make a joke about it because I could tell that you were not in the mood for a joke. Right. So I think, yeah, you held your tongue then. Yes. <laughs> but now, now I'm like, Sarah. So this is when your bout of plantar fasciitis really picked up. Um, and I was really working on pacing myself in this race. So you started fast, right? Um, and I started slower. Mm-hmm. And I caught up with you around, what, mile nine or so again? 
Uh, maybe even 10. I don't, because I don't remember it being. I remember, where do you eat remember, your goos? It was where you ate your goo. Oh, yeah, that's the good call. So it must have been mile 11 then. Well. Because it was definitely, it was in that shaded, yeah. the little zigzaggy, you know, kind of. And we had more than two miles together. I think it was probably around, well, maybe, maybe let's sure. put the difference and call it 10. Okay. Well, because I saw you. So what happened is, was I saw you ahead of me and I saw you walking. And I knew that your foot was hurting so much. And I was like, uh-oh, that's not a good sign. I was ready to come by and give you the old <laughs> swat. <laughs> it is what it is, Sarah. We'll see you at the finish line. I got you this time. Um, but um, turns out that you... Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Come on. Tell the story. Do you, you walk when you eat your goose. When you eat a goo, you walk. Okay? Yeah, I didn't know that. Okay? So then we're, so then we're running together and we're chatting. We're no, doing okay. No, I'm not. I'm, not I, I'm getting to it. I'm no, getting okay. to it. So, like, mile 11, you decide that you're going to – I think you're really hurting, you know? And so mile 11, you have your last goo, your little secret weapon, you know, to keep your blood sugar level high to get you across the finish line. And so um, and so you start to walk. And, of course, like, the mom slash middle child, like, we're all winners, kicks in on me. I'm like, come on, Sarah, we got this, we got this. And I'm, like, totally like, come on, let's go, let's go, let's go. You're like, I'm eating a goo dimity. And I'm like, come on, come on, come on, come on. And um and you were like, I'm eating a goo. No, you were not nice about it I at all. I you were nice because I had said it like once. I'm like, I walk when I take a goo. And yes. you keep cheering, 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 cheering. I'm like, I walk when I do. And finally I turn and I'm like, when I take in a goo, I walk. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> the claws came out. I was like, all right, don't poison me with those fangs you got out right now. Jeez. Like nothing like trying to cheer a friend on. <laughs> So, um, so yeah, so we get to, so we ran a little bit more. We kind of, we didn't chuckle about it then, but you know. We do now. We do now. And then we got to mile 12 and I think we were both. So I was trying to negative split. I mean, I did negative split. I did negative split. I wasn't trying to, but, um, but, but the whole point was to get to mile 12 and just empty the tank. And, um, and so we were both just at, cause what happens in this race is you go downhill for what, 10 miles about. Uh I mean, it's a very nice, gentle downhill. It's not like you're slamming your quads with every step, but then you reach flat ground and it feels like you are climbing Pike's Peak because you've been going downhill, right? So it's just like your legs are kind of cementy and kind of feel weird because you've been going downhill for so long. And then, and then you are running on cement for part of it. You're on a path and it was just, the, it's, it's always grueling when you hit flat ground after a yeah, nice long yeah. downhill. Uh-huh. So, um, so we were at mile 11 or mile 12 and we were both just like, I got nothing. I, got, I mean, it was everything I could do not to walk. I'm like, I was all in my head. I was like, all I want to do is to say, Sarah, let's just walk for like 30 seconds and then we'll pick it up again. But I didn't do that. And meanwhile, you were like, well, because so then all I thought was, uh, she wanted to run the last mile faster because we'd given our talk four times the day before. Oh, so and it was the so Dimity and I for some some background, Dimity and I oftentimes give talks at race expos and the Ogden Marathon had been kind enough to bring us in to give the talk Four times we were like, <laughs> like the traffic report or something, <laughs> on the five and on the thirty-five. <laughs> and so it was twelve to four and six. Yes. And so you had very much talked. We one of our tips that we give is uh, try to negative split. So you told everyone your race plan. You know, and I'd heard it four times, so I knew very well that you wanted to make that final mile your fastest Just, mile. You know, Steve, Pro- Steve Prefontaine-ish. Like <laughs> you were not going to see me coming, man. Right. So, and it's that long straightaway. Yes, where you literally like look down the street for a mile. I mean, you don't see the finish line. You're running, and you know you're not. You don't have to turn anywhere, but you don't see the finish line yet. Yeah, yeah. I just thought maybe it's my old eyes that couldn't <laughs> see the finish banner. But so, so we're running and. <laughs> 
And I just kept thinking, she wants to pick it up. She wants to pick it up. And I th- I didn't even have the energy to tell you I'm going as fast. I think you, I, you said, this is all I've got. That's what you said. This is all yeah, I've got. Or, or something like fast as I can. Or yeah. I don't know, something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're both using our like tempo language. Like can spit out like four words all monosyllabic. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and one of them didn't start with F. <laughs> Can't up and do this anymore. Um, so, uh, so yeah. So we finished it. Um, but yeah. And, and also we had talked about how we were going to get great race photos. Oh, that's Because that's right. another one of our tips in the talk. And so we were like, yeah. We're both going to raise our hands in triumph. It's going to be so awesome. And so then we're running side by side. And you wouldn't, you couldn't even raise your arms. I had no energy. And all I'm thinking is, raise your hands. We've talked about this. Raise (laughs) your hands. And so then not only do I look like the fool because I am raising my hands, but I look like, as I often say in our other talks, I look like a bank hostage because I'm not doing a TD, you know, woo-woo referee type touchdown pose. You look like a cactus. You're in a cactus pose. Yeah. So. (laughs) That's so funny because so when I ran that that half marathon at Zuma Annapolis with Cynthia, uh, who has that great story, um, she and I were like, if nothing else, we're getting great pictures. I'm like, Cynthia, straighten your arms. Straighten your arms. <laughs> Don't walk when you take a goo and straighten your arms. So as, as a result, I mean, she emailed me. She says the best race photos ever because, I mean, we're just like both like victory. Like we've got our arms, you know. Oh, right on. straight. Yeah. They look great. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, oh. yeah. See, because it worked because, you know, that's what, that was my goal. One of my goals at Boston was to have my arms straight, straight up, up in the air. Yes. So when I clicked on all those pictures, you know, they take a ton of photos of yeah. me at the Boston. And I was like, oh, straight arms. Straight arms. Woo, straight arms again. <laughs> My only problem with straight arms now is that I, you know, then I get bare, che- bare, uh, bare waist. Uh-huh. Yes, yes. Which, you know, sometimes is okay. It depends how I'm feeling. But it's not always the most attractive picture. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a trade-off. It's a trade-off. Yeah, you can uh-huh. see my belly button and all the... <laughs> And accompanying layers around it. But my arms are straight, so that's really what you're looking at, right? Oh, my goodness. For the record, people, if I had Dimity's stomach, I wouldn't mind showing it off oh, not, thanks, in a race. Thanks. So. Yeah, I'm thinking about piercing it, actually, probably putting a diamond stud in it to draw a little more attention to it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Can I tell you, as long as we're talking about that type of thing, the other day I suddenly started debating on my long run whether or not I should get a tattoo of the woman from the cover of Talam on our on. Oh, really, Sarah? Yeah, uh-huh, yeah. Wow, you're really uh-huh. drinking the Kool-Aid. <laughs> yeah, here in Portland, yeah. <laughs> That's so I don't know, funny. So, so then I debated. So then I, I, so I ran 14 on Sunday and, or Saturday and um, was like, oh, well, maybe I should get the our logo, you know, get the shoes on my – and then I thought, oh, I could get on my foot. And I'm like, oh, that would hurt an incredible amount. Yeah, you got a lot of nerve endings on your feet. Yeah, so um, – but then I re- came to the – you know, once I stopped running, I realized I am so not the tattoo type of girl. <laughs> So, you know, I admire people who have lovely tattoos, and, you know, you see a lot of them here in Portland, but I'm not cut out for it. Where would you put it, though, if you wanted to? Right. Well, that's the other thing. I think I've also been watching too many episodes of Girls. Oh. So, you know, she has a lot of tattoos. That's what prompted it was I was listening to the Fresh Air interview uh, with Lena Dunham from Girls. Okay. So, um, and I said her name correctly. And um, <laughs> Peter, I'm still sorry. I still want to be on your show, okay? Right, right. Um, so, but I'm not going to say your last name again because no, I'll be here. I'll screw it up again. That was my job. Um, and so she was talking about how she has – Lena Dunham was talking about how she has all the tattoos of um, – like from child, children's books. So, oh. um, so then it got me thinking, well, what would I do? And, and Which ones from children? Like, oh, she has Eloise. 
Bish- really? Bish- Bish- Amelia- when she was 17. Amelia Bedelia? That's... Um, <laughs> no, I... Well, then I ran into somebody, um, and so they were talking during part of it, so I oh. d- didn't pause it. And, oh. So I missed it. So I, Eloise, uh, huh? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yes. I love that book with the... Going to the up yeah. and up and up and... What's that? Skippity? Is that her turtle's name? Oh, my gosh. Look at you. We, I, I'm not a fan of that book. Oh, so really? Yeah. Oh, I love that. Where do they, they live? In the, they don't live in the parlor. Where do no, they live? They, they, um, what's the hotel where... Jonah? Like, Jonah's, Jonah's like, like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the um, park... The, like, well, I know it's it? on Park Avenue. Yeah, I know. The, I, um, um, or not Park Avenue. It's on Central Park South. Oh, gosh. We need to, we need to pause, and I need to look this up <laughs> on Google. <laughs> So we got our Eloise trivia down. So um, in case you're, it's bugging you too, um, she lives at the plaza, not the parlor. I was close the plaza with her turtle Skipperty and her dog Weenie. <laughs> I love. I mean, I love that girl. Oh, I love her. Um, so anyway, and Amelia. So do you, you don't know any of the other tattoos she had? I do not. No, oh. I guess we should have googled that while we were while we took our little our, our, our break. Eloise. That's okay. That's yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, anyway, I think we have run out of time, Dimity. I, I want to do another one while I'm sitting here. Can we? <laughs> we must dash off to make our video with Ashley. Uh, we're going to do the um, Get Ripped Like This Mother video. Oh, that's yes. right. Uh-huh. You, you, no, you're demonstrating oh, no, the You're being stance. the videographer. <laughs> I'm being the um, how not to do the moves. And then Ashley will show how to do the moves. So, uh, so thank you for joining us for this special Dimity in Portland edition of another mother runner so since i'm sitting here i get to do the the closing part so look for us on facebook at run like a mother the book look for me i'm gonna put myself first on twitter at dimity that's d-i-m-i-t-y on the run and sbs on the run and then of course our website is anothermotherrunner.com thanks for listening and many more happy miles happy miles